Welcome to the Manchild Chronicles podcast, sports edition. Come join our team of armchair quarterbacks as we discuss, dissect, and debate all that sports had to offer this week. Let's welcome our hosts, Ryan, John, Mike, and Jay. Growing up never took so long. Welcome in cronies episode 43 of the man child chronicles podcast sports edition. I'm your host Ryan here with my two best friends John and Jay. Today we're going to get into the last week of the NFL action week 18 and we're going to do the Mount Rushmore of the NFC South. Last week in a football little sad little boring because fantasy football is over. What'd you guys think? Hey, I think teams that were fighting for the playoffs or for winning records got to accomplish that. I'm excited to dive in. I'm excited to dive in as well. Let's get it going. First game on the docket, Chiefs and Raiders. Big game here. Chiefs need to win to lock up that number one seed so they don't have to play at a neutral site. And they got the W. They beat the Raiders 31-13. Patrick Mahomes blew up in this game. My opinion, probably the MVP of the year. And Did I read right? Did he break Peyton Manning's single-season passing yards record? He completed. No, what he passed was the overall yards, most yards by a quarterback is what he because it wasn't just passing yards, it's rushing yards included. Oh, okay. So because Peyton Manning only rushed for like three yards a year. Gotcha. That's right. That's right. Okay. But because Jalen Hurts lost two games, I think uh Patrick Mahomes is obviously probably going to win the MVP, which he should. He's the Michael Jordan of football right now. Yep. Drew uh, Drew Brees is the one that held that record, the most total yards by a quarterback in history, and then Patrick Mahomes beat him. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Raiders are in flux for the offseason. Derek Carr will be gone. Who knows what they knew with the quarterback. A lot of rumors right now. Will Tom Brady go there? Will Aaron Rodgers go there? Will Devonta Adams stay? Derek Carr going to go to the Jets? Where is he going to go? Uh, very interesting offseason, but the Chiefs are uh, set up good for the playoffs. We'll see if they can... See if they can make it to the Super Bowl. They're one of the odds-on favorites. Yeah, another team locking in their playoff position this week, a winning-in game, the Jacksonville Jaguars. There's 20 to the Tennessee Titans, 16. So Jaguars get the win. They will move on into the playoffs, and we'll see how far they go. Uh, Trevor Lawrence looked pretty good, 200 yards, touchdown, no picks. Uh, the offense kind of looked like they struggled the first three quarters, and then in the fourth quarter they were able to squeak out the win. So we'll see what happens here in the playoff time. Tennessee Titans, I think the uh, Titans are going to give uh, Mike Vrabel the whole ship this offseason and see what team he can build and work with. So it's going to be interesting to see how that goes for the offseason on them. I was very surprised that the Titans put up this kind of a fight with Joshua Dobbs at the quarterback. I thought the Jaguars were going to blow him out of the water, and they made it a close game. The Titans fired every assistant coach after this game. So it's pretty much Mike Rabel starting over from scratch with his coaching staff. Wow. Uh, Going into another team where they should fire 
uh, pretty much the entire coaching staff. Uh, Buccaneers versus the Falcons. John has not been a fan of the Bucks coaching staff since the beginning of this season, uh, but the there was nothing on the line for the Bucks. They did leave Tom Brady in the game. He did beat his own record, so he now um, set the record again this year for most completed passes and most pass attempts in a season. So Tom Brady now has that record beaten again. Um, after he did that in the second quarter, they pulled him out of the game, and the Falcons walked all over the Buccaneers. Um, Desmond Ritter uh, looked great, threw a lot of good balls. Uh, Drake London came out, had uh, six catches for 120 yards. Uh, Falcons won 30-17. to 17. The Buccaneers are going into the playoffs with a losing record. And I'm gonna I'm gonna make the prediction right here, right now. They're gonna win their first playoff game. <laughs> they're beating the Cowboys. <laughs> Absolutely, the Cowboys. I don't see that happening, guys. I think the Cowboys will get the Buccaneers. They have struggled all year. You I know would who be also struggled. All you know who else has struggled? The Cowboys against Tom Brady. They've never been seven beaten. and zero. Or Tom Brady is seven and zero against the Cowboys. It's the perfect setup. For an NFL storyline for the Cowboys to win. So Cowboys always lose in the first round. They're done. Always. All right. You go guys. to the next game. You know who always loses in the first round of the playoffs? The Jets, because they're never there. Next game. <laughs> Bills over the Patriots. Uh, Bills, another must win. They wanted to get the number one seed, but Chiefs won. But they they came out. They finally looked pretty good. They beat the Patriots 35-23. The Patriots made it a game for most of the game, and the Bills pulled away uh, towards the end of the second half and came out victorious. I'm very happy to see the uh, – still worried the Patriots are going to make the playoffs, but they did not. I'm very happy they didn't. Uh, but they did uh, – Bill Belichick did announce he will be back next year to coach the team. So that's probably good for them. Uh, with that win, the Bills did lock in um, an interesting scenario. If it is the Bills versus the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, that game will be played at a neutral site. So with them winning, they did lock that in at least, that it will be a neutral site for the championship. Which they're trying to figure out where to go because they wanted to go to Indianapolis and they turned them down. Yep. <laughs> Detroit. Um, next game, Minnesota Vikings 29 to the Chicago Bears 13. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, I don't think, had anything on the line in this game, uh, seeding-wise. Um, Chicago Bears had a lot on the line by losing the game. They locked in the number one overall pick to a game we'll get about later. Uh, but my favorite part of the game was uh, Peterman. Coming in there at quarterback, 114 yards and a touchdown, and then Boyle comes in, and he throws 33 yards and two picks, which proves Peterman is the better quarterback. He's better than somebody. Look at that. <laughs> Vikings pulled all their starters in the uh, second half of that game. Uh, nope. Going to, the, going to the next game here, uh, we've got the uh, Ravens versus the Bengals. And for the Bengals, this was a must-win game. Um, if they lost, it was going to go to a coin flip between where the Ravens and the Bengals would play in the playoffs. 
The Bengals won this game 27 to 16. Didn't even look close. Joe Burrow looked amazing, uh, throwing the ball all over the field. The end, the defense played tough, got a defensive touchdown. Um, all in all, the, the Bengals showed their dominance. They are, they avoided the coin flip, which is what they wanted to do. Uh, and they beat the Ravens. Although Joe Mixon did bring a coin out of his glove in his touchdown celebration and flipped a coin and then kicked it. <laughs> Next game, Texans. Texans came out, and they had the number one pick all locked up, and like John said, they blew it away by getting a win, beating the Colts, coached by a great Jeff Saturday, 32-31. Lovey Smith before the game. So there's no way I'm telling my team we're going to try to lose a game when our whole lives we're told to win and play our hardest. So we went out there to play our hardest, and they won. And Lovey's reward, he got fired right after the game. Uh, so that that spot is open, along with the Colts position, will be open for interviews if anybody's interested. I'm all in agreement with Coach Lovey Smith. Sorry to see him go after a one-and-done season, but I love that he and the players went out and fought. Um, go Texans. The like Kermit Edwards always says, you play to win the game. <laughs> there was a – I think they had a private conversation with Lovey this week before the game. Now, I don't know what that conversation was, but I can imagine it was, hey, we're going to go a different route respectfully. Uh, thank you for everything you've done. But this will be your last game coaching. We won't make a public announcement till after the game because we don't want it to be a distraction. Uh, just act like it's normal. But this will be your last game as a head coach. And so he said, all right. And try to lose it. Yeah. Try, all right. Please. <laughs> or the fun conversation was, Lovey, here's the deal. You lose the game, we'll keep you. You win the game, you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I'm winning. Sayonara, fellas. I'm, I'm no loser. <laughs> But, John, speaking of losers, how about that next game? You know, there's a team that seems to win in the New York City this season, and that was the New York Giants. And there's a team that seems to lose in the New York town, and that's the New York Jets. This week we had a slugfest of two high-powered offensives going head-to-head. Miami Dolphins 11, that's right, 11, and the New York Jets 6. And the game ended. With lateral, lateral, lateral drop safety. That's how it got to 11. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Is there anything well, you want to add? Third, <laughs> battle of third string quarterbacks going head to head. Dolphins had to win to have any chance to make the playoffs. They won. Patriots lost. They got into that seventh spot. Who knows if two is going to play? Nobody knows. What's interesting to me about this Dolphins team is there was a lot of speculation that they were going to fire Mike McDaniel if they lost this game, which I thought was crazy. That sounds crazy to me. I've enjoyed Mike McDaniel as a coach. Well, they fired their coach last year, who ended the year with the same exact record. But he didn't make the playoffs. No, he did not. No, he did not. Well, let's keep talking about teams not making the playoffs. Next up, we've got the Panthers versus the Saints uh, in one of the most brutally boring matches of all time. Uh, Panthers win 10-7. to 7. 
Nothing on the line here. Nothing really to enjoy or watch. Sam Darnold looked absolutely horrible, um, yet the Panthers still won. Um, and so, yeah, not really a whole lot to touch on. Uh, boring game. Both teams in their records, 7-10. and 10. Next game, Steelers. Another team that had a chance to make the playoffs if the Dolphins and Patriots lost, but since the Jets stink... Got a better draft pick. The Steelers did win 28-14 to over the Browns. Uh, the Steelers did look pretty good. The, the two big things out of this game, Mike Tomlin finished another year with a winning record. He's never had a losing record in his whole career. What a great coach he is. And the Browns, Deshaun Watson, just looked putrid. all The whole time, he never found any rhythm coming back. Hopefully in offseason, he used to be great when he was with the Texans, so hopefully this offseason he can get back some of his form. But, boy, did he look poo-poo this year. Guys, think about that. The Steelers were at 3-7. and seven. They were at 3-7. and seven. It looked hopeless for them to have a winning season. And it was, what, five weeks ago that the players announced, we want to win out. For Coach Tomlin, we want him to have a winning record. And by golly gee, they did it. Nine and eight is just a huge accomplishment for this team that was sitting at three and seven. I'm mighty impressed. Yeah, they'll be uh they'll be a a dandy darling team going into next year, I think, the way they finish this year. I mean, speaking of a team that's looked hopeless all year to turn around late in the season, I'm talking about those Denver Broncos, man. They came out to finish the year with a 5-12 and record. What a huge accomplishment for them. They are going to be the top team next season. You mark my words. Uh, Denver had 31. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers, 28. Uh, Russell Wilson threw three touchdowns to really beat, beat, beat his toilets that he has in his home. So heads up there. Let's see how they keep rolling. Uh, Sean Payton, Jim Harbaugh is going to be interviewing with them. It's going to be interesting to see where their head coach search goes. You know, what I found interesting is once they filed, fired Nathaniel Hackett, they actually looked okay the last two weeks. Their offense yeah. did. So I think that guy was just probably one of the worst coaches ever to get a job. Uh, it, I'm going to tell you right now, if they get Sean Payton, if you have a chance to get Russell Wilson in fantasy, go get him because Sean Payton will make him relevant again. Uh, Chargers also took their starters out in the fourth quarter in this game, FYI. Doesn't matter. Uh, which they should have done earlier considering Mike Williams got injured yeah. with a game that had zero implications for their standings. They were always going to be ranked uh, seed number five. I have no idea why they left their starters in as long as they did. Uh, speaking of a team that is relevant in New York, you have the New York Giants versus the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. What is um, this tonight? What is, <laughs> you guys just decide before this podcast tonight, like, hey, let's. Ryan had a rough year with the Jets. Let's just rub it in. Let's open you those wounds up. Let's rub some salt a in there. Great year with the Jets. You, you had a poor you, ending. Not the end of the year. The Hold on. You hyped me up all year. I made fantasy decisions based on and your it advice. For, it looked good for half the year, didn't it? So no, you, <laughs> you sir, have ruined me. So, anyways, a New York team going to the playoffs. You've got the New York Giants versus the Philadelphia. 
Philadelphia Eagles, and by golly gee, the Eagles needed to win if they wanted to lock in the number one seed. They told Gardner Minshew, sit your butt down, Jalen Hurts, get your broken arm out there, and use your legs, because his arm did not look that good. But... They still managed to win. The Eagles won 22 to the Giants 16. The Eagles are the number one seed, and thankfully the Giants played uh, with backups because uh, they had already made the playoffs. Giants probably would have won that game if they had their starters in there because they actually looked pretty good. Every main person that plays on the Giants sat. And Kenny Galladay finally caught a touchdown pass with them. (laughs) Finally. Wow. He only needed 77 more to... What's his average? Like twenty million a touchdown? Yeah, <laughs> just about. Uh, the team that they were fighting with for that number one seed was the red hot San Francisco 49ers who beat the hapless Arizona Cardinals thirty-eight to thirteen. Just destroyed them. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, uh, who weirdly enough has uh in his games, same amount of games as uh, Jimmy Garoppolo this year has worse stats, believe it or not. Uh, the Cardinals were so bad, they fired Cliff Kingsbury after that game, which is probably the best thing they could have done. And the 49ers will move on to the playoffs. They look like one of the top teams to beat, in my opinion. Fun fact, the longest tenured head coach in the Arizona Cardinals history is six years. In their hundred over a hundred years of history, the longest head coach to coach for them is six total years. Who is it? I don't know. That's crazy. <laughs> Schefter didn't break that part to me. Just that one. That's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It ain't Coach Cliff Kingsbury. We yeah. can say that. Moving on to the next game, I think this was my heartbreaking game of the week. The Seattle Seahawks won 19 to the L.A. Rams 16. The Rams had to beat the Seahawks to get the Detroit Lions into the playoffs, and the Seahawks won it at the end in overtime with a field goal. Uh, I watched some of this game, and it was some of the worst officiating I think I've seen all year. I don't know if you guys caught any of this, but there was so many penalties that did not get to get called it was kind of mind-boggling the rams gave the game away also wanted yeah we i i am so first of all sean mcveigh is leaning towards leaving football to take a year off the the man is 37 years old and he's gonna leave because he's tired give me a break you're 37 years old you can't work your job he should leave he just ruined all of our football hearts because we all wanted the Lions to make the playoffs. Yep. And he ruined it for us. He should leave football. What a terrible coach. He had to do one thing this year. Beat the Rams. Terrible. Or beat the Seahawks. That's all he had to do. The Seahawks did make it into the playoffs, and I think um, I think even the uh, 49ers breathed a sigh of relief. Uh, nobody wanted to have... Uh, if you were, if you're the number two seed, you did not want to face the Red Hot Lions or even Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. So the Seahawks win, and they were the weakest out of all three of those teams. I can't believe they're the ones that made it in. Pete Carroll, just another week to watch him chomp that gum on the sidelines. And they have the number five pick in the draft. Yeah, great, crazy. crazy. The Broncos. Oh, crazy. 
uh, going into the next game, you've got the uh, Cowboys and the Commanders. Um, uh, the cat, I, when you look at this score, the Washington Commanders won. They are not going to the playoffs. Winning could not send them to the playoffs. They won 26 to the Cowboys 6. It makes me go, oh, the Cowboys sat all their starters. That makes sense. That is not what happened. Dak Prescott played. um, Elliott played. They had all of their starters, and the Cowboys just looked absolutely atrocious. Um, If this is what... They're if they're trying to get it out now in week 18, so maybe they can play better next week against Tom Brady. That's their only hope. Otherwise, uh, the Bucks are definitely winning next week. Yeah, the in not only did they lose to the Commanders, the Commanders started in his first ever start. Their rookie quarterback they drafted like in the fifth round, Sam Howell, yep. started that game, and they still beat him. That they couldn't do anything against them. It was terrible. Looked horrible. And then, uh, as John alluded to, the last game of the week, the Lions beat the Packers to knock them out of the playoffs. So, a little bit of sweetness for the Lions beating those Packers, twenty to sixteen. And uh, Aaron Rodgers did not make the playoffs. We'll see what happens to him this offseason. He could go to another team. And the Lions uh, looking looking pretty good for next year, I would say. Dude, Dan Campbell gets a winning season. The Lions have a winning record. They are at nine and eight. That made me extremely happy. Yeah, the Lions kneecaps off. Lions started the season one and six, and then they turn around to finish nine and eight. That is a very remarkable turnaround. Dan Campbell said in the locker room post game, he said, "The coaches never doubted you. You all never doubted yourself, and that's why we're here today with this record." So. Mm. Kudos to you, Dan Campbell. I was doubting you after the one and six start, and you proved me wrong. Uh, Javante Javante Williams in the game has now the most rushing touchdowns in the Detroit Lions. Jamal Jamal Williams in the game has the most rushing touchdowns in the Detroit Lions single season record, seventeen, beating Barry Sanders. So very promising there. Greatest Lions running back of all time, Jamal Williams. Quit. Uh, Former Packer Jamal Williams. (laughs) I will say, as as I can relate to Lions fans, as being a Jets fan, is even though you didn't make the playoffs, playing meaningful games this late in the year means a lot to a team. When you're a fan of a team that sucks every year, so it feels good. (laughs) I want to relate to the Jet fans as Packers fans as well. You can't choke in the playoffs if you don't make it. That's right. Thanks, John. Um, I'm just going to give you the lineup here for the playoffs for the first week. Seattle at San Francisco. That game was played on Saturday at 3.30. Seattle. Central. Uh, San Francisco, I'm picking for that one. You're picking Seattle, John? Seattle, baby. Quit. Oh gosh. What an upset. Division rivalry game. Ever. Division oh. rivalry game in the playoffs in San France. There's a little disadvantage there. But Pete Carroll. <laughs> And Kyle Shanahan's the other head coach, Mr. Chokey. L.A. Chargers at Jacksonville will be at the night game on Saturday at 715 Central. I'm picking Chargers for that one. I'm going Jags. Wow. In SoFi? Yeah. No. In Jacksonville? Jacksonville. Jacksonville, Jacksonville, baby. They're taking it. 
All right, Sunday noon game, Miami at Buffalo. I'm going Buffalo all day on that. Buffalo, one. Buffalo. The three thirty game, three thirty. It's iffy. New York Giants at the Minnesota Vikings. I'm going to go Vikings. Vikings. Once the Giants make the playoffs, they have a what do you want to call it? They have a spiritual force that guides them into greatness. We'll, and we'll find out if that, that was Eli Manning. You're going to see that happen again because whatever good juju they have, that will guide them to be successful in the playoffs. <laughs> Angels the in the end there, zone. Huh? Angels in the end zone is what it is, folks. In the night game on Sunday, Baltimore at Cincinnati. It's at 15 Central. I'm going Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Cincy. And Monday night game, Dallas at Tampa Bay. I'm going Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay at home, Tom Tom Brady. Dallas. (laughs) TB12. All right. Let's do a little Mount Rushmore of NFC South and – uh, sorry, folks, if you were expecting the AFC South, I was just so excited to do the AFC South. Uh, let's start with the the teams in here are the Carolina Panthers, the Atlanta Falcons, New Orleans Saints, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So let's start out with the newest team, the Carolina Panthers. I'm going to list off uh, some names here, and then I'll tell you who I put in my top four. These are the top six names that I could find for the Carolina Panthers in their short career. Greg Olson, Tommy Davis III, Steve Smith, Julius Peppers, Cam Newton, and Sam Mills. And my Mount Rushmore is Luke Keekley. Luke I didn't say him. Did you, I was no, going to say, did it. you I was about to I was say, like, what? Dude, you're missing Sorry, Luke. I didn't put him on that side because I put him as my number one already. Okay, I, I was like, best. what? In what my opinion, saying? he's the best Panther of all time. Luke Me and Keekley. John were both about to freak out. I was out about on to you. freak the freak out, man. You don't put. What is wrong with yeah. you not liking linebackers? That's what yeah, I was about to say. Wrong with you, Ryan. He is the best Panther of all time. Uh, all Cam, time. Cam Newton, Julius Peppers, and Steve Smith. I got in my Mount Rushmore. Any disagreement there? If I think that was a pretty to- easy one, but. Yeah, I guess you have to keep Cam Newton in there. Oh, I was you have either to. he was an MVP, took him to the Super Bowl. He had some awesome years with him. I know it just fell so you just, hard. You just don't like Cam Newton because he's just a oh. dummy. The only but, other one I could think of is uh, the one who played with him forever, also linebacker uh, Davis. Tom Tom Davis. 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 Tom Davis. I have written down. Um, I just don't think he's as good as these other guys though. So he also who, played opposite Luke Kukley most of it and. You had Keekly, Kukley. Yep. And who else? Luke, or the Mount Rushmore was Luke Keekly, Cam Newton, Julius Peppers, and Steve Smith. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. All right, we'll roll with that. All right, Carolina Panthers, Mount Rushmore, Luke Keekly, Cam Newton, Julius Peppers, and Steve Smith. All right, we'll do the New Orleans Saints next. Mm-hmm. These are the players. Uh, they had a few more players. Um all right, Archie Manning, Ricky Jackson, Jari Evans, Jimmy Graham, Sam Mills again, Morton Anderson, Pat Swilling, Drew Brees, and Willie Rofe. The four I put on the Hall of Fame, this was kind of a tough one. Okay. Um, 
The first three I don't think were too tough because those were probably three of their best players of all time. The fourth one I struggled with because um, I felt like one guy should have gone on there, but I went with a different one. Drew Brees, obviously. Number one. Willie Rove should be yep. on there. He's one of the best tackles of all time. Yep. Ricky Jackson, Hall of Fame linebacker, was their best player for a long time. Okay. And the fourth one I put on there, I went with Morton Anderson, the Hall of Fame kicker. Because Archie Manning wasn't very good. <laughs> I mean, no. he was their best player, but he had he doesn't have very good stats, and they never had a winning season his whole career there. I'm interested. So I, I actually had another name written down that you didn't mention. Thoughts on Marcus Colston? Yeah, I just don't think he's good as, like, if I'm going to put somebody that receives a ball, I'm putting Jimmy Graham over Marcus Colston. And I would take Jimmy Graham. I really like Jimmy Graham. I just don't know who to put him over these other guys. All these other guys are Hall of Fame. I Ricky agree Jackson's with, their best defensive player of all time. Like, I, I agree with Morton Anderson, actually. I think he's – isn't he the leading He's one of the best kickers of all the time. Yeah, he's For the kickers? Fame. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, 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 was thinking, I was thinking one of the I, other guys I over him. of course but. agree with Drew Brees. Um, the other two I'm not too familiar with, so I'm just going to have to take your guys' word on it, to be honest. Um, the only other ones, like Jay said, would be Mark, Mar- Marcus Colson or uh, – or Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Graham. Graham. Uh, I'm trying to think. Cam Jordan, maybe, would be another one to consider. Okay. Um, maybe Sean Payton. We don't take coaches. <laughs> Otherwise, we would have <laughs> done that as other teams are kidding. I just, I just don't think you can leave uh, Ricky Jackson off. You obviously can't leave Willie Rolf off here. I don't think you can take Ricky Jackson off that Mount Rushmore. Right. I really don't. I'm fine with that. No, I'm good with that. All right, your New Orleans Saints, Mount Rushmore, Drew Brees, Willie Rofe, Ricky Jackson, and Morton Anderson. All right, Atlanta Falcons. Here's the players I have written down. Roddy White, Michael Vick, Jesse Tuggle, Julio Jones, Deion Sanders, Andre, Bad Moon Rising, Matt Ryan. That's it. That's what I got. Oh, Jamal Anderson. The list the I, other, I who was the other running back for him? It wasn't that great. Uh, Turner, Michael Turner, Michael Burner Turner. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jamal Anderson had better numbers than he did, so that's why I put. And he took him to Super Bowl, two thousand yard rushing one year. All right, I have I have three names written down. I really struggled with the fourth, so I hope we. Uh, I couldn't decide out of three guys for the fourth, but Matt Ryan, Dion Sanders, Julio Jones. And then the fourth, I'm debating between Roddy White, Michael Vick, and Jesse Tuggle. I would I rather don't like put, Matt Ryan. I would rather put I'd, Vick above Matt Ryan. <laughs> Same Matt here. I would, M- dude, Matt I would Ryan's rather MVP, have Michael Vick took over him to Matt a Ryan. Super Bowl has every passing record imaginable Who can there? run the 40 faster, Michael Vick or Matt Ryan? Oh, yes. <laughs> who, Stop it. Who can, Stop who can, it. Who like can Michael, hold the record listen. for the worst <laughs> for the worst uh, I like Michael being the, if, being I'm ta- if I'm more playing than Matt choking, other team in the history. the biggest choker in the NFL history. <laughs> 
Matt Ryan. Ryan. Michael if Vick you want to put Matt him Ryan. number one no on your Mount Rushmore, Michael Matt Vick Ryan. is over Stop Matt it. Ryan. You want to play in Madden football here? We're doing the Mount Rushmore. I yeah. can't put Matt Ryan on there. You got to be kidding me! You I'm can't fine put with Matt, Matt Ryan, Ryan on, on there, there if Michael Vick is on there with him. If Michael Vick is not on there with him, you cannot have Matt Ryan on there. Agree. You, got, you guys yeah. in your video games. That's all he was good at. <laughs> you guys in your video games. You guys in video games. You know what? He. If you ask any dog out there, he's going to say Michael Vick should not be on this Mount Rushmore. Dude, what are you talking about? From 2001 to 2006, Vick threw for 71 touchdowns. He rushed for 21 more. The dude is a legend. You cannot. I, you cannot. Listen. He amassed oh, over stop, 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 stop. thousand yards said, on the air and the ground. You just said in five years he scored 76 touchdowns. Matt Ryan does that. In, in a two-year no, span. No, quit. That's it. I'm looking. Oh, my God. Who done. has are, more I rushing yards in a single season? Matt that. Ryan or Michael Vick? I'm looking up Matt Ryan, a five-year span, and it's going to be unbelievable the amount of touchdown passes this guy had. You said he 71 also, in five it, years. And ran for 21 You have more. to understand, when Michael Vick was okay, a fine, quarterback, fine. they Give did not 92. adapt the system around him. He had to make the system around him. That's right. If they would have adapted a system around Michael Vick to be ridiculously successful, it would have been way more successful. All right, here. All right, Ryan, we'll do we f- don't have time for your silliness. Five you don't win span. this battle. 26, 26, 35, 20, 38, 21, 28, 26, 22, 29, 28. Unbelievable, this guy. <laughs> no. Yeah, if you're Kirk Cousins. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Are you putting Kirk Cousins on the Mount oh Rushmore too? I'm okay put I'm okay putting Michael Vick on there if that means Matt Ryan stays because that's how it should be. It's the I, only I, way. It's the only way. And I was debating. Fine, your Mount Rushmore of your Atlanta Michael Falcons. Vick first before Matt Ryan. <laughs> okay, fine. Your Mike your <laughs> your Mount Rushmore of Atlanta Falcons. Michael Vick, Deion Sanders, Julio Drones. Yes. And Matt Ryan. Matt oh. Ryan. Way back there. He's on the back of the mountain. <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Those other guys were just too, like, they're both good, but Michael Vick is generational talent. All right. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Man, so many good players on this list. Tom freaking Brady. All right. Here's the list. Ready? Tom Brady. Mike Allstott. Mike Evans, Ooh. Work Done, John Lynch, Derek Brooks, oh, Warren yeah. Sapp, oh, Rondé Barber. Goodness. You got to pick four there. I'm going to tell you my four, and I know this is going to be debated. My four, John Lynch, Warren Sapp, Derek Brooks, and Mike Evans. No. That's my list. No. I am actually I okay like, with not putting Tom Brady on this Mount Rushmore. I am not okay with that. I don't think he should be on this Mount Rushmore. I know he took him, won a Super Bowl with him, but he's only been there a couple of years. I would take Mike Evans off and put Rondé Barber in because Rondé ah, Barber those are the two I was, entire, I was doing between Evans, career. Barber, and Allstat. Allstat is so great, too. He should be in the Hall of Fame. How is that? He's a fullback. How is he not in the Hall of Fame? He's the second-best fullback ever to play football. Behind Jim Brown. I don't understand how he's not in the Hall of Fame. He was so fun to watch. 
Mike, I'm just the reason I have Mike Evans on there is because he has, I think now eleven seasons of a thousand yards and ten touchdowns. Like it's unbelievable what he does. He's gonna be his stats yeah. are gonna put him probably as a first ballot Hall of Famer. To be honest, I with mean, you. he he's only behind who for thousand yard seasons? Jerry Rice and one other person. Probably Tim I, Brown, I'm guessing. I I, th- I think he's third on the list. Or now Marvin for, Harrison, one of those two. Yeah, yeah that's how good he is. Like he is with he has numbers with those guys. It doesn't seem like he does, but he does. Yep. Yeah. He but. puts up unbelievable numbers. He's probably going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer when he's done. He's still putting up numbers like that. Rondé Barber was just one of the best corners in the league. For and he's years. He, Rondé Barber is going to be a Hall of Famer this year or probably in the next two years. Yep. The other three guys are already; those guys were all first ballot Hall of Famers: Lynch, Sapp, and Brooks. So to me, those guys all have to be on there. That was their, those guys' team in the '90s and 2000s were those three guys. Yeah, that last spot's tough. Uh, I agree with Brooks, Lynch, and Sap. You want to put four three. defensive players on yes. Mount Rushmore? Mike Evans is their best offensive player ever. I would rather put Brady on there before Mike Evans, to be honest with you. Really? Yep. Jay, who do you think, Evans or Barber? Or should we do Mike Allstott just because he was so fun to watch? <laughs> where I'm we okay stand, putting Allstott on there, man. I loved Allstott. Where we stand right now in 2023, I say we go Rondé Bar- Barber. And in a couple years, I guarantee you it'll change, and we'll be putting Mike Evans on there instead. So you don't think Mike Allstott? I do not. Okay. All right, we're doing all defense. All defense from one era of Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tony Dun- I call it the Tony Dungy era, not the John Gruden era. Your Mount Rushmore of your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, John Lynch, Warren Sapp, Derek Brooks, and Rondé Barber. And all we got to do is pair him with Michael Vick. And, oh, man, that's this team. The Falcons and the Bucks. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Julio! Oh, Julio! God, those Bucks teams were good. All right, that's it. Uh, tomorrow, next week, probably won't be as long as the uh, short. Uh, just so everybody knows, too, Georgia won the national championship. Destroyed TSE, TSU tonight. What was the final score? Uh, 65 to 7. What? No! Blew them out of the water. Wow. Six, five, Stetson to seven? Bennett. Yes. Stetson Bennett, six touchdown game. Wow. Oh, number dude, one overall so pick. Good. Going he to the Bears. So good. He's going to the Bears, number one Nobody's overall. He's even talking about him as a top quarterback. No, because he has no I've arm strength. Dude, he threw some ropes he down the field had, tonight. Ryan, who's a quarterback whisperer here? You or me? Not me. I can tell you that. I'm a okay. Jets fan. <laughs> I can tell you that. Stetson Bennett. Does not right. have the arm strength talent. Folks, we'll do the NFL playoffs next week. It should be fun. And we'll do the AFC South to finish out our Mount Rushmore series. Peace. We out of here. Thanks for joining us today on the Manchild Chronicles. You can find us on your favorite social media platforms at the Manchild Chronicles. Don't forget to join us every Friday for a new episode. That's all for now. See you next time.